Hello, everybody. Welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing well and that you're all having a fantastic day. Likes, comments, subscriptions are always appreciated. Very big thank you to everyone out there who is a clicker of affiliate links. And without further ado, let's jump right into it. It says Cardano price analysis. Correction reaches key support. This one says Dogecoin drops to a major support level. Will Doge hold here? And this one says crypto market cap sinks under 1 trillion US dollars. Bitcoin at a 1 week low. Selling pressure has resumed once again in the crypto market as the broader cryptocurrency market cap sinks under 1 trillion dollars. Earlier today, the world's largest cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, touched a new one-week low and is currently trading around 21,000-something or other. There are a lot of fluctuations happening in the market right now. I couldn't find any reason as to why this was happening, why prices were going... Wait, what's, what's that over? Ah, oh, of course, this makes a lot more sense. It says stock futures fall after Walmart cuts forecast, says inflation hit consumer... Spending. It says this is going to be a very ugly week for fundamentals and stock prices. This was said by the Satori Funds Niles. I don't know if that's a person or a company. That's a very long sentence. So, as it stands right now, the crypto, there was a lot of uh, Solana's falling. Can Cardano go back up? Why is Bitcoin falling this low? Will Bitcoin go back to, and it's like, stop it. All these like hyper sensational crazy things um, going on. Everyone's talking about like, is this a woe is us kind of moment? Uh, was What was the bounce fake? Could we potentially recover? Will Bitcoin's price not be good again until 2025? And it's like, they know exactly what's going on. The crypto market is only currently down because we are on the cusp of major events. Uh, all stock markets that are currently opening or open around the world are falling. It says stock markets live update Sensex tanks by 400 points as IT bank stocks something. Nifty nears 16,500. Tanla platform tanks 17% on poor quarter one show. We are currently... <laughs> the Fed has chosen a great time. We are not only at the convergence of the... What is this? The... March, April, May, June, July, the fifth rate hike or so by the Federal Reserve. We just also happen to be at an earning report type of time around the entirety of the world. Uh, earnings aren't looking very good as people around the world have not been spending their money. Why are they not spending their money? Because inflation is so high, because rent is so high, because gasoline is so high, because electricity is so high. And a lot of companies, if you look at them on TV, the stuff that they say is kind of remarkable. You know, I, 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 I just wish that people would get back out there and start buying. You know, the, the recession's not as bad as you think. It's like, I know I say often that they don't care about us, but to hear them explicitly saying it, telling people to go back out, spend their money that they don't even have on things that they don't even need so that the companies can post a better earning report, it's just absolutely insane. This idea of... Uh, making constant money forever and your business never actually suffering even during the last two years and during this wild, out-of-control inflation that we have is just spectacular to hear from these companies. 
For those of you who missed it yesterday, or maybe even the week before, it says, as inflation soars, the Federal Reserve is set to announce another interest rate hike. Yes, this is news that should have been everywhere news as the main set of news for everyone out there. Inflation is not going away. It is happening because of a number of factors. It's not simply just one thing or one person. It is about seven or eight different things that have taken place over the last couple of years, even before the year 2020, that world governments around the world refuse to get under control, and now we are seeing the actual effects on it. The things that are happening uh, because of Russia have only exacerbated this uh, to an even worse degree. If you get a chance, and I'll try and I'll try and find some of the things that I've been watching that explain exactly why everything is going on and what's happening to a number of other countries, or why for some reason, did any of you know this, uh, the world gets all of their grain, you know, the thing that makes flour and a whole bunch of things that allow you to make other food, from four countries on the planet? Doesn't that sound stupid? I'm I'm learning so much in the last couple of months about how the world actually functions. And the reason, a large portion of why things have gotten so expensive is, for some reason, 40, 50 years ago, all these 193 countries decided uh, to basically say, hey, we're going to get all of our stuff from these three places. We're going to get all of that from those four places. Why we live in a world where people and countries haven't been growing their own food to protect their... I, 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 I simply do not know. Uh, reeling it back on in. Um, yes, tomorrow is the expected date that the Federal Reserve will once again be raising interest rates. It is expected or has been... I don't... What's the word? I can't think of it. Uh, that they are going to be doing the exact same thing in August and also in September. September is expected to be the final one as it, they cannot raise these numbers forever or we will have no economy. So it is believed that they will continue raising rates until September as they said before and then simply stop uh, because, yeah. So uh, this is the cause of the drop right now. Stock markets are not only reacting to bad earnings, but also the idea that the Fed is definitely going to be raising rates. I don't know why we have to get to the day or the day before for people to believe the Federal Reserve to say and do what they're going to do. If they say they're going to raise rates on the 27th of July, shouldn't we have all kind of prepared for that? Uh, so as stock markets go down, as usual, the cryptocurrency market goes down. It's nothing dramatic. It's nothing, you know, we're not down by 19%. Uh, coins are down anywhere to 2 to 4%. We are roughly where we were before two weeks ago. We started this mega move up in the market. On top of that, the other actual price news, there was nothing really negative per se. There was a lot of like, oh, the price is dropping. The price is going down. Oh no, can this coin go back up? But nearly everything else revolving around that was actually pretty nice. Crypto analytics firm Santiment says that the average funding rate of Cardano is flashing a bullish signal. According to Santiment, a high funding rate is associated with higher risks of correction, whereas ADA currently has the opposite. They say Cardano's price is back up over 50 cents and up 25% in the past 10 days. Exchange funding rates are a vital metric to keep an eye on as the extreme prices, extreme spikes in shorting or longing of ADA is typically 
when traders get liquidated and big price shifts occur. So we have heard for a while, not even just from sentiment or chain analysis or what's the other chain something, uh, that the market looks like, in layman's terms, is trying to move back up very rapidly right now. We've been getting this news for a couple of days. Even when we had news last week of the market moving back up, you saw how much the altcoins went up in comparison to Bitcoin. You saw that there were certain three, four-day periods where coins were going up by 77%. I think a lot of the, the selling has exhausted itself. If, typically, if we see that uh, people aren't done selling, we would still be dropping right now. We'd be seeing like extreme, like Cardano's down to one cent. Is anyone still going to sell? Is anyone, you know, still putting their coins back onto the market? But we've gotten to the point where uh, people who have their coins have their coins. The only people who seem to be selling are maybe people who are day traders, who are selling, you know, extreme amounts at one time, who are trying to make massive amounts of money back and forth. But everyone else is basically waiting for the market to recover. And the only way that we're going to properly recover is once we get away from the Federal Reserve raising interest rates continuously to try and get something under control that they should have done. Oh my gosh, there's an interview. There's an interview from a couple days ago. Uh, of I, I'll, try, I'll try and find this once again. Jeez, I saw it last night. Did I dream this? No, I didn't dream this. I definitely didn't dream that. Where the Federal Reserve uh, chairman was saying that, you know, in hindsight, we should have seen that our policies were not going to work and we should have fixed them beforehand because we don't know how to get inflation under control. And it was like, what? Like, they're, they're just openly saying all these things and it's, it's just completely wild to actually see. And um, on top of that as well, it says extreme demand at $20,000 seems to be the price point for Bitcoin and appears to have forced the coins back into the hands of investors who care less about price while creating a new realized price level. In the latest The Week on Chain newsletter published on Monday, <coughs> Glassnode's Ukuria OC Pointed to extreme demand around $20,000, noting that each psychological price level from forty dollars to $30,000 to $20,000 creates a new group of short-term holders. The Glassnode analyst noted that much of the supply that new short-term holders brought during that, that drawdown has not been sold even though the prices are significantly down. This may be due to the less price-sensitive buyers or those who care more about Bitcoin fundamentals than investment gains driving demand. Basically, people are still buying Bitcoin. The The new floor seems to be literally at $20,000. That's a very strong psychological level. As far as I have a lot of friends who saw it go below 20000 and lost their minds and kept on buying more because 20000 seems to be dramatically undervalued for them and many other people actually in the market. The other really important part is that, like I told you before, we've been getting indications of this for a while. Everyone who wanted to sell has sold, period. That's kind of basically what it comes down to. I'm not sure I would love if, but I'm not sure that the vast majority of people in crypto uh, now simply care about the fundamentals or you know, Bitcoin potentially being a million dollars in the future and trying to have uh, proper economic sovereignty. That would be great, but I'm going to assume a large portion of the market is people who are like, no, we hit 70,000. We are definitely going to go back above 70,000. Let me hold the coin 
until then. Because these these numbers are so... Un, I mean, the word's not even undervalued anymore. It's almost like a complete joke. Like, we should not be back at 2017 price levels when we've had five years of extreme adoption and accumulation by banks, institutions, countries, and even normal people around the world. Us, us, us getting uh, news that we have around 100 million people around the world who are just into Bitcoin, not even the wider cryptocurrency space, and we're still floating around 2017 no adoption price levels. It's a joke. We, should all, we all know that we should be a lot higher. That's all the price news that's floating around right now. Market's kind of down. It's not that bad. The Federal Reserve is going to be raising rates tomorrow. Expect prices to go in red once again. I'm not a future teller, fortune teller. I'm I'm not one of those things, so I can't really tell you where prices will be. Uh, but by Friday, we should maybe see a turnaround. Because the way that it happened the other three times is that the Fed raises rates. Stock market goes down. A day or two later, uh, prices in the stock market are back in green and then the cryptocurrency market does the exact same thing. That's literally just been the pattern for the past like year at this point. That's all the price news. Yeah. Let's move on. <clears throat> and I wish I was joking, but this is really a thing. United States-based fast, fast casual. Okay. Restaurant chain known as Chipotle has started an online game which will give customers the chance to win more than $200,000 in crypto. In a Monday announcement, Chipotle said that through the 31st of July, fans will be able to play buy the dip and eat the dip. See, it's because they sell guacamole. Game using their reward accounts, the company will be giving away $45,000 in Bitcoin, $10,000 in Ether, the very exact number, $13,750 in Solana, even more exact, wow, $14,250 in Avalanche, and $14,250 in Dogecoin. Interesting, the, the, the coins that they chose as a company. Always keep stuff like that in mind. This basically tells me that Chipotle, not only for this event, but it's probably holding these coins. These are very specific coins. There's a reason why there's not Litecoin, why there's not XRP, why there's not any other coin. Solana, Avalanche, and Dogecoin. Hmm. They said, we want to build the next generation of Chipotle fandom. By connecting with the Web3 community, and here's a tweet for it right there. It says, free crypto giveaway. The restaurant chain gave away $100,000 in Bitcoin in April 2021 as part of a promotion around National Burrito Day. Oh, gosh. In June, Chipotle announced its roughly 3,000 restaurants in the U.S. 3,000, geez, would accept 98 cryptocurrencies as payment through digital payment provider Flexa. Um, then they talk about Burger King doing something similar as well. Welcome to the most popular news story of the day. It is Buy the Dip by Chipotle. Um, and you can see, apparently, you can like not only win crypto, but you can also win like things for one cent. So like you get like one cent guacamole, one cent um, queso blanco, and a whole bunch of other things that you can also win. So... 
good luck to anyone out there who plans on paying it. Pa- wait. Plans on paying it. There we go. Um, apparently, it's free. So, like, literally, why not? Um, they're planning to give away $2 million. What? The restaurant chain is also planning to give away $2 million in guacamole and queso to celebrate National Avocado Day. For those of you who've never been to the States before, I'm going to give you a little bit of information. You know what's weird? Um, there's a national day of everything every day. For those of you who didn't know that. So they have a national hot dog day. They have a national um, donut day. They have a national like tea day, coffee day, avocado day. It's a it's a country that is based on the principles of capitalism, like to a literal T that every single day is something for you to go out there and, and spend your money. Yeah, most popular. I mean, without a doubt. Everyone's going this, this this was the most popular news story of the day. Uh, Chipotle has a buy the dip game where you can once again not affiliated just in case anyone wasn't aware of that. Um so yeah. Tell me how it works out for you. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to be playing this game for a chance to win some free crypto. And also do they have like 1 cent burritos? That'd be kind of nice. Chipotle's not bad. It's not like authentic but for, like, fast, casual food, apparently, as they're calling it, it's not bad at all. All right. Let's move on. This was also in the news. This is very popular as well. James Howells, the British engineer who accidentally threw away a hard drive with 7,500 Bitcoin away all the way back in 2013... is not giving up on the hope of recovering his lost fortune. In a recent interview with Business Insider, the IT worker revealed that his new plan to retrieve the coins involves two robotic dogs by Boston Dynamics. For those of you you who were not here many years ago, this was one of the most popular stories, not even in, you know, crypto, but kind of just in general. There were a lot of people back then. I'm sure you've seen the old Reddit posts. You've seen the old things, you know, the screenshots somewhere of people being like, well, Bitcoin's at one cent. I plan on selling at a dollar because, you know, the the price will be way too high and it'll collapse. All these like old stories of people who had tens of thousands of Bitcoin, who lost them, got rid of them, whatever, what have you. I remember as Bitcoin was just gaining uh, popularity in 2013, seeing this on TV. Uh, basically the story goes, this guy had an old computer. He had it running in the, um, in the garage and it was, you know, just simply running. It was mining Bitcoin for years and years and years. At some point he got a new computer. He unplugged the old one, threw it away, was using his new computer and like a day, week, month, I don't know the time frame later, realized, oh my gosh, I had, you know, money on that computer. I had Bitcoin on there as he saw that they actually had a real price. Uh, He went to the um, garbage pile collecting thing and they were like, oh no, that that got taken away like a day ago, dude. Like that's all been destroyed. And since then, he's been trying to find a way to like recover them. And it's just like a really weird, sad story because I'm pretty sure all that stuff is gone like it's in a, a a trash heap that has been like 
what is it, seven, nine years worth of garbage has been put on top of it. Have you ever seen a, a video or a documentary? I watch, do, I watch documentaries of everything, of what a landfill looks like and how much new trash they get per day. Per day, not per month. It's like tons. It's literal tons. Now multiply that by 365. And I multiply that by nine years. It's not even a needle in a haystack. It's like a button in New York City. It just, you know, how are you going to find that one actual button? The two robot dogs will be responsible for scanning a landfill in the city of Newport in the United Kingdom. They will be equipped with 24-hour CCTV cameras. The early Bitcoin adopter who mined the coins, geez, he mined those coins back in 2009, has managed to secure roughly $11 million in profit funding from two European venture capitalists. First, however, Howell needs to obtain permission from the city council in order to be able to extra- excavate the landfill. If local authorities decide to leave the man's Bitcoin riches buried under piles of garbage, he plans to take them to court as a last-ditch effort. I mean, this was one of the most popular news stories of the day. As one might imagine, um, I hope in some odd way that he gets this money back. Like I sincerely from the heart do hope because it's it's just such a weird story. Apparently, for what it's worth, he's not poor. Um, He still, I think, had some Bitcoin and has been trading Bitcoin for a number of years. And I assume he's successful. He clearly knows people in higher places. If you can get $11 million in funding for something like this. It's just more of a, you know, I would just, I would have, would anyone else simply have given up at this point? Like realistically, like nine years, like it's, it's just not quite feasible anymore. So um, I assume this is not the end of this saga. I would, if he finds this, I feel like throwing a party for him just simply to be like, dude, you did it. Like you did the un- unbelievable, unthinkable, impossible. So yeah, also popular news. Um, Good luck, dude. Also in very popular news as well, the CEO of Binance is not happy with Bloomberg. Changpeng Cao is suing Bloomberg Businessweek for three allegedly defamatory statements published earlier this month through the publication's Chinese edition, which is distributed in Hong Kong and its affiliated Twitter and Facebook accounts. According to a copy of the filing submitted to the High Court of Hong Kong on Friday and obtained by Decrypt, Cao is suing the Chinese edition of Bloomberg Business Week for its version of the Bloomberg US article, Can Crypto's Richest Man Stand the Cold? So basically, for those of you who don't know, and I'm going to give it to you in the quickest, most honest uh, algorithm terms that I can, Changpeng Cao was constantly traveling around the world doing interviews. Allegedly, one of the interviews that he had to do basically had to do with uh, can crypto's richest man stand the cold? It had to do with the idea that we are currently in what they're calling a crypto winter. Things don't look too great for the prices. Uh, can the you know most popular Changpeng Cao yada yada stand the cold? Cool, amazing, get it. Allegedly, what happened was is that translations were changed from what he said 
when it came to the Chinese edition. Allegedly, what happened was is that over the years, for those of you who have not been keeping up with it, uh, there's a certain country uh, that does not care for crypto. And it is alleged through the internet that apparently they were told, the Newsweek, allegedly that they had to change some of the words to basically make him look like a criminal. Because, allegedly, said country does not like him for whatever reason. That is an entirely different video right there. However, as he went over the other article in a different language, um, everything he said had allegedly been changed. Uh, it says, hey, uh, it says Bloomberg, hey, we will do a nice profile piece on you, invite you for photo shoots, etc. Then they switched the story last minute, ignore all positive comments they got from third parties, picked only negative ones, and still puts you on the cover. WTF unprofessional. Cao is seeking damages because the Chinese edition of the Bloomberg Business Week wrote in print, and online, a phrase which translates into um, Cao Changping's Ponzi scheme. Very different translation from Can Crypto's Richest Man Stand the Cold? Cao is also suing the publication for reusing the phrase twice, more in corresponding Twitter and Facebook posts promoting the profile story about him. I would implore all of you to look into um, this country to see exactly what their actual crypto policies are. Um, their 0% policy, um, even if you looked into it last year and the year before, there, it's not even allegedly, there was a, situa a situation where their um, richest citizens were seemingly disappearing because it was alleged that the government did not want them around or care for them and we found out that a lot of them actually went to the states or went to Canada or ended up uh, fleeing to Europe multiple times this was not one time this was about six or seven times that it happened over the course of a a year so um good I hope he wins I hope this actually goes through because they knew exactly what they were doing but once again for those of you who don't know a bit about the uh, political structure. Um, this place right here um, is, without getting into it too much, supposed to be reabsorbed in about 20 years by this place. However, this place is on a fast track to reabsorb this place uh, about 20, 25 years ahead of schedule. And it's been alleged that basically um, people here have started to change their wording of things to better match here. And the a lot of journalists, I've watched a video, I'll try and find that for you as well, i got a lot to find for you. A lot of journalists in that country um, have basically either been silenced or have been told to go somewhere else because they are not wanted because their views don't match here anymore. So it's not surprising at all that as someone who is vying for actual economic freedom for people around the world and in other places, uh, that he would not be welcomed. For those of you who missed out on 2017 and 2018 in the cryptocurrency space, there's a man um, in the space. He's not as prominent. I guess maybe he's exhausted 
His name is Andreas Antonopoulos. He was one of the first people I ever heard talk about Bitcoin and how great it was and what it was going to do for the future. He created multiple books um, called, not the Bitcoin Theory, I forgot what they're called. Mastering Bitcoin. I think that's what it's called. These are free books. I, I think you can even buy them online for free. He made sure that he wants everyone to actually read these things. Um, however, it was called Mastering Bitcoin. And this country, a couple of years ago, took the exact book and changed the word Bitcoin everywhere to blockchain. Uh, so they have a very specific way of thinking when it comes to um, people using money, they, you have to use our money and you can't do anything that deviates from that. So yeah, very popular news. I hope he wins. I doubt that he will, just to be completely honest. If you look at the levels of the word is corruption around the world, he's probably not going to win this at all. But, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the Changpeng Cao uh, defamation, allegedly, from uh, Bloomberg Businessweek China news. And yeah, let's move on. Right. As always, a very special thank you to my Patreon supporters. GBU Wally, Manny Cryptos, Mad World of Crypto, Bubble Mode, How's Life, Austin, Auspicious, Agile, and Blockchain, Jamie Saad, Blockchain Simplified, and let's move on. Empire Queen, uh, Roman Geba, Bitcoin, Ben Arachno, Dave, Tony, Ambrosky, The Dealers, Den, Captain Something in the Z, Way, Lay, Mobarazi, VBNerd21, Miguel Grelay, Lauren De Silva, Quoted Biddy, Troy, All Good, Space Case, Need a Miracle, Pat Ternoster, Navarro Williams, Utopia 569, Moonman High, XRP, Martin Steuer, Nostromo, John Sarson, The Animal Reader, Abiliophobia, Todd Mullis, Adam Grasick, Wise Night Owl, 242 to the World, Bankroll Network, Crypto Artist, Cole D3D, Setsuna, Richie Rich III, Paxis, Nick Mangialavori, Jim Garner, Jeremy Fox, Minting Coins, Yes to Crypto, Body McBoatface, Anytime Fitness, Monks Corner Staff, Bake Me a Cake, Tigger Macho Nisa, On Crypto with Lionel, and Crayola Michelle, URL. Thank you all very, very much for your continued support. Thank you to everyone who is a member of the channel. Thank you to everyone who left a like, left a comment, or who has subscribed. I do thank thee. Is the week going like fast, slow for anybody else? I woke up and thought it was like Friday. Like, not like, like, and I mean an actual Friday, not like, oh, it feels like Friday. Like, I thought today was Friday. I thought yesterday was Thursday. It was Monday. I don't know what's happening with my head weeks or my you know my sense of time it's completely thrown off i remember there was once before i think it was a tuesday and i thought it was sunday like it felt like sunday time you know i i, I don't i don't know what's going on it's only tuesday i thought it was the end of the week i don't know i i wish jeez jeez louise at the moment, Bitcoin is at $21,097. It is down by 3.79% in the past day. Ethereum's at 1400 It is down by 6.8% in the last day as well. Roughly all the same numbers. Uh, Solana's down by 7. Polygon's down by roughly around 9. Nothing too insane that we haven't seen before. Try and, you know, zoom out and keep it into focus. Uh, we are still doing better than we were two and a half weeks ago. That is for sure. Nothing's really bucking the trend. Some coins are like not really down on the twenty on the on the one hour chart. 
Um, a lot of coins were in green right before I started the video. I guess it's just extra downward pressure from other markets around the world that have already opened and people who are looking at the cryptocurrency market. That doesn't make any sense. I, I, I don't understand why people in Asia and in Europe would be doing things like that. Why would you see that the stock markets in your area is going down and then you would also sell crypto? Why would you make the market worse for other people around the world who are going to be waking up as opposed to just not selling at all? Like, I, I don't understand the mindset of, I guess, collectively of people in any market. I do hope that you've all enjoyed. I do hope that you all are having a great day, a great Tuesday, a great morning, great afternoon, great evening, wherever you are, wherever you might be. I do hope it's absolutely fantastic. Thank you all once again for watching, listening, and or supporting and I will most certainly be talking to you all soon. See you.